Hello, and welcome to Raise the Bar, the Sky High and Fly Jump Camps podcast. I am your host, Troy Haynes. I'm a former UCLA high jumper who's been coaching for over 30-something years now. I don't want to tell you exactly how long. I graduated in 88, and I've been coaching ever since. Um, this podcast is uh, my brainchild to try to draw some attention to the athletes, incredible athletes and coaches and trainers that work hard in, in track and field. Uh, we have had many, many guests thus far. I say many, many, I think we're in the teens, but uh, previous guests that you may have heard on my podcast are Doug Nordquist, who made the 1984 U.S. Olympic team in the high jump, uh, jumped and came in fifth right behind his cousin, Dwight Stones. Uh, Leo Williams, who made that same team as an alternate, uh, he has been with us. Randall Cunningham, whose daughter Vashti is one of the great jumpers here in the U.S. amongst the women, has made the last two Olympic teams in a row and just got through competing in the Bahamas against one of my jumpers, Barbara Bachaka from Canada. Um, and then some guests you have not heard yet that are coming up are Maurice Jones-Drew, a uh, famous running back and uh, both at the UCLA level, college and pro. Um, great, great interview with him. And Willie Banks uh, just had Willie last weekend, and uh, that hasn't come out yet, but that's really looking forward to getting that one uh, produced and out so you can hear Willie's uh, got a lot of great, <laughs> great stories and uh, a lot of energy still for uh, track and field and improving the state of track and field here in the U.S. and around the world. So uh, that is some of what's been going on around us. And my next guest is a gentleman that I met about 10 years ago at um, the Irvine Track and Field Invitational here in the Southland. His name is Rod Gatlin. He's currently coaching at El Toro High School, I believe, where he went to school. And also, he has coached uh, many other places around the Southland. Rod played football and ran track. He was a, a long and triple jumper. He was fast. Uh, he played all the way up into, I think he played some some semi-pro ball. He's he's going to tell you, I, I got lost when I gave Rod the... Uh, the command to send me his resume, uh, I got lost in just a sea of things that Rod has done, uh, people that Rod has worked with, uh, football, track. He's currently working with a tennis athlete, uh, well, Ruby Hansen. Uh, he he just, there's stuff coming out of Rod all the time. He's, he's a great motivator. Um, he's great with kids. I've watched him, you know, train athletes now for a while. Um, and it's always a pleasure watching him work. He works at very high levels. You know, his kids go far, you know, they listen to him. So he has the gift, you know, not every uh, great athlete has the ability to coach. You know, they, the stuff might be in their head and they don't always do a great job of getting it out and, you know, to someone else so that they can understand it and utilize it. And uh, I've been watching Rod do that for a while. Uh, both motivationally and technically he does a great job of getting technique to his young athletes in a way that they can apply it and get better. And obviously he does a great job of that. So we're going to be talking with Rod about all kinds of stuff. He has done uh, speed training. He's done sprint coaching. He has, you know, coached football players. Like we said, um, he's got ties to Mission Viejo football 
Um, I saw Mark Sanchez, former USC quarterback and NFL quarterback um, for the Jets, most notably. The, the famous butt fumble, if you remember that. Um, but uh, Mark Sanchez was a star quarterback here at Mission Viejo High School before he went to USC and before he went to the pros. And Rod spent some time with him and um, just can't wait to jump in and hear what Rod is going to tell us um, about what's going on currently. I do know that his daughter, Jada, is um, currently working on some scholarship stuff. I'm going to let him tell you about that. Um, again, he sent me a lot of information and I, I kind of got overwhelmed with uh, the details, but uh, suffice it to say that there's a lot going on there as well. So not only his athletes, his training, both speed and jumping, um, and not just with track athletes. In, in many ways, Rod uh, reminds me of our guest, Aaron Washa, my very first guest. Uh, we got to get Aaron back on again. He was he's awesome, awesome young man. Uh, they both have the track and football background. Uh, if you may remember, Aaron did not play any college sports after being a, a two-star athlete in, in high school. He went to Michigan State and got his degree in, uh, you know, conditioning, athletic conditioning training, got all those things done, got a master's degree and started becoming the strength and conditioning coach. Um, he has his own business now. And so he was doing that, but then he's also, you know, tried to get into the NFL as a wide receiver. So he has played, you know, some arena football and stuff like that. And, and very similar to Rod in that respect. So I see Rodney is here with us. We're going to let him in. I'm admitting him right now. The Zoom call into the room. I see him. I can't hear him just yet. But I see him. <laughs> Still on mute or sound not turned on. We're getting there. Can't hear me yet. We have Rodney on the screen. Yes, I'm on. How you doing, ah, Troy? There he is, Rod Gatling. Yes, how you doing? Missed my send up. I I just have been talking for a few minutes about uh, about you. So. <laughs> Um, I, the first thing I told everybody say, welcome here, Rod Gatlin. Um, we, I want to thank all, I want to thank everybody for listening. Go ahead, Troy. Oh yeah. Well, Hey, let's let, let it, I love that. Let's put in some shameless plugs. Uh, <laughs> we need, we need more followers. So, um, Rod Gatlin, I met Rod, uh, I was telling our listeners about what, 12, 10, 12 years ago at a meet in Irvine. I think yes. I remember walking yes. walk there and and uh, bumping into you. And I just told everybody what a wide and diverse background that you have. So start us out. We got a lot of things to cover. Where did you uh, go to high school and what uh, sports did you play? And then, you know, take us through your athletic career before we even start in on the coaching stuff. Okay, great. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I uh, went to El Toro High School. That's in South Orange County. And I, and I actually coach there right now. And I was a three a three sports star, football, baseball, I mean football, basketball, and track. And uh, I was a quarterback. Um uh I was like a forward in in uh, basketball and I was a sprinter and jumper. Uh, and I kind of I specialized in the triple jump and the long sprints, but I was a I was a triple jumper in, in, in high school. 
Yeah. And so the day that you met me, uh, you know, I was I, it was the Irvine Invitational. And and that night, my my triple jump record got broken. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you witnessed it. And, and, and Anthony Reyes, he, he's from Elsinore High School. He, mm -hmm. he was just I think he might have just graduated at uh, UC Riverside was the was the, was the young man that broke my triple jump record that night. Wow. Uh, and it was 45 and a half. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And that's how we met. <laughs> right, right. Well, then, and so you, you did all that great work in, in high school. And then uh, that that you didn't stop there. So where did you go after high school was over? What kind of sports did you continue on? in? was it just track? Or did you do a little bit of everything? No, I, I, you know, I chose football, you know, and I and I really loved, um, you know, I really loved track and field. And I really loved basketball first, you know, so in my freshman year in, in high school, I didn't even play uh, football, I did basketball and track. And mm -hmm. then, uh, then my sophomore year, um, they needed a quarterback and I, and I ended up being the quarterback, uh, my sophomore year. Um, and, and I really liked playing quarterback and, uh, football kind of consumed me and I had, I had to drop a sport and I ended up dropping basketball right. because again, you know, track was so conducive to football, you know, it's, and, yeah. and, it, and it's so conducive to all sports. So, and, and, uh, and, you know, I'm a speed trainer now and I really believe, uh, you know, in, in just uh, getting, actually getting in shape and having speed uh, for all, for all sports. So anyways, um, to, make a, to make a long story short, uh, I accepted a football scholarship uh, to Cal State Fullerton. And, uh, you know, I was, I was recruited as a quarterback and also a DB and a free safety. And, and back then, you know, it was really hard for an African-American to, to play quarterback right. uh, at very school, at various schools. So um, Cal State Fullerton and University of Houston was, was, were two of the schools that were going to allow me to play quarterback. And that's what I wanted to do. And um, Damon Allen was the, was the starting quarterback and he was leaving Cal State Fullerton and they needed a quarterback over there and it was local. And I said, you know, they were coming off a, uh, uh, you know, a top 20 finish in the nation. And it was just the right place for me to go at the time. And, uh, and I chose Cal State Fullerton. Yeah. Awesome. So how did that, how did that work out now? How was your career there at, at Cal State Fullerton in football? Great, great. You know, um, I ended up changing positions to wide receiver. And, right. uh, you know, again, um, you know, I, I was an option style quarterback. And, and uh, you know, again, speed is, is good at all positions. And, uh, I was, I was, it was easy for me to get on the field and transfer and play wide receiver. Right. Um, and they liked, they liked my track speed. And so, um, I ended up trans, uh, transitioning over to wide receiver and, and it worked out and it worked out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, did you guys make any, any big, uh, Fullerton's not known for their football. Usually it's usually known for, for baseball. As I remember, it's a baseball school, <laughs> softball school, right? So, uh, did you guys put put them back on the map as far as football was concerned? Well, good. Thank you for asking. You know, <laughs> you know, actually, yeah, we had a couple of good seasons. You know, but but during that time, and you're saying we were a baseball school, um, they only had a, they only had a cross country team at the time, and okay. I, I think that at, at that time, uh, the former Cal State Fullerton track coach uh, was a student, and I think he might have been a first year um head uh, head coach or he might have been a um a graduate assistant right but they only had a country team and so title nine and gender equity canceled the canceled the football program and wow. it opened up 
it opened up uh, other sports for female and went for women. And right. so track and field was born uh, and then they had to get rid of, you know, the football program right. you know, at a time at a time where they had to make a decision. Okay. We're going to go this way or that way, but pretty much title nine ruined the program. And, um, but uh, you know, it was, a, it was a great experience. You know, we were, we were uh, playing some big schools at the time to kind of keep the program afloat, right. you know, and, uh, and it just, it just uh, gender equity and, and finance is pretty much into uh, uh, the program. That's, that's so interesting too, because you and I both know, both at the high school level and uh, even more so, I, I don't know, more so, but uh, both high school and college, football runs everything. Like when you have a football program, you're packing people in the stands, they're buying tickets, yeah. buying concessions, you're selling parking, right? You, you get people in there and you're going to make money and that's what is going to fund all your other programs as a that's rule. Correct. So that it's kind of interesting. It sounds like they went about it and said, okay, we're going to, we're going to kill the cash cow of <laughs> football and then try to make all these other programs go now, like you said. So, um, and I know, um, we just talked a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was telling everybody, we've got a, a podcast coming up with Maurice Jones drew, but we were talking about UCLA jumping to the big 10 and, yeah. and all of that. And, you know, again, that was, money you know they wanted money because they were losing money hand over fist for the last three COVID years they're like 60 million dollars in debt so they you know they sued under armor and won a big settlement there and then now they're going to get this a huge cut of this new contract they just announced this the other day the big 10 an unbelievable contract where they're going to get tons of money right so they're going to have to go battle you know in the midwest but i mean that money now can again like you're saying be redirected i mean ucla is famous for you know men's and women's sports competitive all over the place but football still between football and basketball you know that's that's where you're going to bring in a lot of a lot of money for everybody else you know track and field right. we don't pack them in like they do and they don't get any money for them so right it's all money driven and, and it's a big sacrifice on the student athletes now that they're going to have to travel and leave uh, leave time from school all the way across the country right and then and then return they're going to say okay well you know here's the nil you're, you're getting paid now you know? right and, and that's and that's the you know that's the other debate about it. Hey, you're going to get paid now for this to travel across the country so it's getting more and more closer to to the nfl and professional sports you know really yeah and, it's... and, and it's going to be interesting how they how they cap uh how much you can you know actually uh you know right. uh, make in this whole yeah. thing so it's it's all money driven it's big business and it's going to be interesting to see you know how the conferences break down and right uh, it, uh, it looks like it looks like the the big Ten's gonna grab two to four more teams and up get 20 and then the big 12's looking you know so um i don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah. it may dissolving all together you know yeah um, yeah or become the big west you know like uh get Fresno state and some of those other you know, schools out mm -hmm. here on the coast, um, maybe remnants of the old big West or even big sky, you know, or big mountain, you know, there's even a lot of teams out there that aren't quite under that umbrella that, you know, maybe they join. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like you said that, especially it seems like the whole landscape, the landscape of sports has changed between, you know, this, money is just coming in everywhere all of a sudden, you know, like when you and I were in college and it's like, you know, I remember, you know, everybody, somebody going, Hey, I'm going to the, to the pizza 
the student union to get a pizza and everybody would throw in a couple bucks and someone would go get a pizza right. and bring it back. <laughs> and then, you know, people start showing up. You're like, Hey, you didn't put any money. Get, a, get off my pizza. You know, people are just coming. Woof, here's food, you know? And it's like, uh, you know, we talked about this earlier, you know, on an earlier podcast, but it's like, you know, now you're going to have this chance, like you said, to make money and look at, uh, we're totally off, off here talking about football, but that's okay. But, um, Archie Manning, you know, his, his grandson, you know, which is what Cooper Manning's kid is the number one right. quarterback in everywhere. And he's still just a, a senior in high school this year, I think. And they're, I mean, how much money is that kid going to get to go to Texas? I mean, you it's can't tell me Texas. they haven't, they probably already started the payments, right? It's amazing. Yes. Yes. And same with the local kid over at uh, Malachi Nelson. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing, you know, and they're already signing deals, you know, and it's also, yes, yeah, getting, it might, it might, it might get into the recruiting. They're going to have to really watch because, uh, uh, you know, kids can, you know, become ineligible, you know, right. our, our schools can get, it, it, with tampering and, and the whole night thing, it just opened a whole can of worms. You Man, know? it's it's uh, just wild right now. I mean, to know all the ins and outs, you've got the transfer portal, you've got mm -hmm. NIL, and you've got mm -hmm. you know, these super conferences lining up, you know, in football. It's just football. I mean, there's still some of that's happening in basketball as well. But, you know, the basketball teams, you can have the mid-majors still being competitive, you know, with the big boys. And it's a little bit different, but there's still a lot of major you know, players mm -hmm. on the basketball scene too. So, well, we, we wandered off a little bit there, but that was fun. But um, I yes. wanted to talk now we, we got you through your high school and then your college, but I also noticed some things on there that look like you were trying to have a pro career in yes, football, especially. So tell us about that. Yeah. And before I get into that, you know, uh, for, for anybody that's, everybody always asks, you know, they, they look at the last name. Yes, I am related to Justin Gatlin. And people out will always ask me. I mean, I think I was asked that today. I don't know him personally. You know, we didn't grow up together, and 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 we have a whole line of, of athletes in my family, starting with myself, and even before me, uh, George Thomas. He was he was a wide receiver, played in the NFL with mm -hmm. the Atlanta Falcons. He went to the state meet in 1983 out of Indio High School. He was a sprinter, okay. uh, and he he was one of Cunningham's wide receivers. Wow. Uh, at, at Santa Barbara, UNLV. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so he was one of his wide receivers. And so uh, every time I see Randall, you know, because we played in the same conference together, you right. know, we always talk about, it. yeah, he was throwing to my, my cousin. So, who was, you know, <laughs> we called him Mr. So he was, he was, he was a 4 2, 40 yard dash, and, you wow. know, and he went to 100, you know. And, 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 the, and the athletes during, during our time, we played all sports, and we were forced right. to play all sports, and, uh, and, and you had to be very competitive. I, I always say that. I came out one of the fastest years, and I look at Roger Pleasant. I see that you know Jackie Joyner Kersey's record got broken. Wow. And there's just some amazing athletes coming up, coming during this time right now. And yeah. you know the, the 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 advanced coaching, the the advanced equipment. You know they're just breeding a a, a whole a whole greater athlete. You know what I mean? Right. We'll get back to me in a minute, but um, <laughs> yeah, I came out I came out in 1985, and you're, you're talking about Henry Thomas. You're talking about Chip Rich. Uh -huh. You know, and their, their records still stand. You're talking about Danny Everett, who you yeah. probably went to school with. And, I did. and their records. School with Danny I, and I, Henry. I, yeah. I, yeah. So, I, you know, and I was very, very fast myself, but I said, you know what? Let me go do the jumps. I'm just not that fast, you know? Right. So, uh, you know, I, I, had a, uh, I had to take you to the, to the triple jump. And, um, and, you know, and that was pretty much my, my, my track career. So, 
um, yeah, so you know, after Cal State Fullerton, you know, I had tryouts. Uh, I went around a, a couple of different leagues. Um, the professional spring football league was was one of them, the Utah Utah Pioneers, and and I got drafted into that league, and it folded. Oh. It folded a week before the beginning of the season, and it was it was the strangest thing. And I didn't, you know, we were stuck wherever you were. You were stuck wherever you were having training camp. We were having training <sighs> camp in Arizona, yeah. and so. Uh, so after that, you know, uh, I got together with my agents and I, and I called around and, um, I was in Orange County visiting my, my parents and I got a call from the Los Angeles Raiders and it's George Karras. He was on the phone and, and he goes, Hey, we're, you know, we're having mini camp come on down this and that, this and that. So I had to go all the way back to the Valley and, and get my stuff. And I, I went up to the LAX Sheridan and, and I went to, I went to camp, but you know, before they, they made that call, we had a, we had a, we had a tryout. So. And, right. and the Raiders, the Raiders were all about world class speed. If sure. you didn't have, if you want world class speed, they didn't want you. And, right. and that was pretty much, you know, you have to, you had, you had to have a time and a clock at, at each and every position. So they bought about twenty four percent to, to, to my tryout, and they filmed it, they timed it, and uh, seventeen of us got cut mm-hmm. that day. The from the forty yard dash, and I ran a four three eight and kept me. So I was one of seven people they cut just off the 40 yard dash. Yeah. You know? And, you know, and I'm with the camp with, with guys like Sam Grady, who was an Olympic guy with yeah. Billy Gall. I went to camp with those guys. I was one of the slow guys, James Lofton, you right. know, on the wow. team. And, and that's before, that's before um, Ishmael and James Jett got there. Okay. Right. So again, <laughs> you know, even, even in college at Cal State Fullerton, you know, Wade Lockett, who's the head coach at Norco High School, is a buddy of mine. He was he went to state in the hurdles. And if you, you know, I hope you have him on your podcast one day. He might be listening right now. Awesome. But he's the head coach at Norco. And, uh, uh, you know, he's had Taylor Shorter. He's had Shea Anderson. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we, you know, it's just to be a wide receiver, you're going to have to have, you know, unless you're a possession guy, you're going to have to have some kind of track background. Right. Um, um, you know, or, or, you know, play, play some other sports. So, um, even after that, you know, I, I, I trained with guys like Johnny Estrada, who's the, who's the ex-Morningside coach, um, very uh-huh. well-known, and Marv Marinovich were some of the guys that kind of that trained me. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and, and now I'm a trainer, so I'm doing kind of the stuff that they taught me. And, and then, you know, and, you know, I'm always learning and trying to become a better coach. Even even in my later years, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, I, that's one thing I I was telling everybody in in the the warm up before you got into the to the I'm calling it the green room <laughs> before you got into mm-hmm. the green room. Um, they that uh, you know every time that I've seen you uh, and bumped into you, there's always you know the latest uh, prodigy who's doing you know whatever they're doing. You're taking kids to very high levels. You know they're getting. They're finishing high at CIF. They're finishing high at state. You know, they're getting rides to different places. So, um, you know, that that quest, I think, and and that passion is awesome to see. I know it, it drives both of us. I like I don't like anything better than seeing kids up on the podium, you know, at the big shows. We, you know, you get a kid on the, the podium at, at CIF or the Masters meet or at the state finals themselves. You're just like, hey, you know, that's that's what that's all about. You know, when the kids go on and have success at the next level, that's even, even greater, you know? So, um, and I've seen that out of you for years now. Um, the question that I had was, um, next we're talking about, uh, becoming a trainer 
And there was, again, I, t I told everybody that you're the first person, Rod, that sent me so much stuff when I asked for a resume that I got Ooh. overwhelmed. <laughs> it's like, wow, there's all this stuff. So we're going to, we're going to ask you to do the summarizing, but um, what, when you started this uh, down the road to coaching, was it like right away once your football career was over or did it, you know, cause it looks like there's both football in there. There's track. I told everybody that you're, you're doing your speed training with softball clubs. You've got uh, your speed training, a tennis star, Ruby Hansen, you know, there's, got, there's a lot of facets to what Rod's doing. So fill us in. Yes. Thank you. Um, well, yeah, I, it's, I, after, like I said, after I left the Raiders, I went, I finished that season playing arena football for Joe Cap. you know, wow. so with the Raiders, you know, legendary was, Joe Cap. That's awesome. Yes. Old Minnesota. Vikings yeah. Coach. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings quarterback. Yeah. And so, and then, you know, with the Raiders, Art Shell, Fred Bolitnikoff, but, um, I, I, I left uh, the Raider camp. And so that's like halfway through the arena football season. And I went to, I went, I went I finished the season off with the Sacramento attack uh, uh, up in Sacramento and Joe Cap was the coach. And um, it was good that, and at the end of that season, they became my Hooters and I just didn't want to play across the country. And I said, you know what, I'm done with football. And I immediately got into coaching, right? Mm -hmm. I, I returned to the, to the San Fernando Valley. And I and I I immediately got into coaching. I, I saw uh, a job listing in the in the in the daily news um, for opening at Taft High School, which is the LA City section. So right. my first my first job was you know was a was in the LA City section, and you know it's not big budget at all. <laughs> right. And 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 I and I believe they just now this year you're talking city section. They just now got a turf field. And, wow. and 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 put in you know um yeah and putting an all-weather track over there so wow. um yeah but you know we had four we had at the time we had four buses that were coming from the from the la uh from the la area uh, and uh, we were getting you know really really good talent you know so and i, I coached under mel Hine, who, who who just who just recently passed away and oh wow um who taught me uh, you know so i had you know i worked under a lot of good coaches as, as you can see uh, during my time and I, you know, and I, and I, and I coached that survey twice for, for coach Rich Gibbs and okay. he just retired. Um, right. So uh, I think, you know, most people know me from football and they see me at a lot of the football, football camps and football training. But during that time and on the side, I wasn't coaching at a, at a high school, but or if I was coaching at high school football, I was always coaching track mm -hmm. and I was always, and I was always doing sprints um, and doing jumps. You know, so um, that's what people don't know. And so, and I, and I've done the jumps at just about every stop I've had. I've been a, a, to a number, a number, a number of schools, and I don't even, don't even think I wrote down that I was at St. Paul for for like for one season as well. Really, awesome. Um, I and, just did a year at St. Yeah, Paul last year. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, I forget the coach's name over there. Uh, Good friend of mine. What's his name? I coached his son. He's Adam over there now. Adam Padilla. Still there. Yeah, Adam Padilla. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then, so, uh, uh, yeah, I coached over there for one year. Yeah. Well, that's that's amazing. What now? The thing that I really wanted to get to was your your ties to Mission Viejo football because I mentioned and you know again you sent me some names and I saw Mark Sanchez in there and you mentioned. <clears throat> Um, mm -hmm. you mentioned mm -hmm. another SE quarterback's dad, right? The, uh, the, the head coach there, Marv, um, 
Marinovich? Was it Marinovich? Mm -hmm. so yes. Got... And, when I, and I, when I was in camp with the Raider, Todd was there. He was mm -hmm. my quarterback. He was one of the quarterbacks there, um, as well as Vince Evans and Jace Raider. So, yes. Yeah. Um, so how did that come about the the whole thing with you working with the the Mission Viejo kids because I know you you can you went to El Toro but now you've got this connection there and your daughter went to Mission Viejo right or did she did she that is, yeah yes that that's very funny that you say that yes um and and you know and and I started off coaching at El Toro in Brea mm -hmm. um and, and it's funny how I, and I've been able to do it and then um because I worked in the in the district um uh, I was able to have my daughter, you know, transfer in as well because right. I coached there. So, um, my my childhood friend is 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 the head coach, and he went to El Toro, so right. he grew up grew up together. And he he's actually my brother, my older brother's age, and okay. I really it's someone I really trust. And there was a lot of different schools actually, you know, Brea was one of them, Los Alamitos, you know, Carson. There was a lot of different schools that we Santa Margarita that we were considering at the time. Right, and uh, it started we went through this whole route we looked in and it's kind of the same thing that we're going through right now with our college recruiting mm -hmm. you know we're, we're starting here we're going through all this and then we, we come back to this school but um you know it just became a, a, a trust thing uh you know in in how they were actually putting kids in college in all sports you know right. uh, and and so um uh I, you know it just it, He's over there. A couple of other people that went to my high school are over there. Mm -hmm. Even the head, even the head football coach Chad Johnson um, went to El Toro. Wow. Um, so um, you know, it just it just uh, it just was the right thing to do at the time. You know, yeah. and, and I have to give credit to Kevin Gillian, who's now the Orange Lutheran coach. Right. Uh, he, he was another one that kind of um, you know he wanted Jada as well. You know, so yeah, uh, it just. Just, you know, if I had to do it again, I would go to Michigan. It really was the right choice, you know. Uh -huh. and, and and if you look at their football team right now, um, a lot of them ran track. You, you know, you're talking about Mikey Matthews and Jackson Holman, and these kids are going to play college football. They really improved their speed, and, mm -hmm. and, and it's evident right now. You see it, you know, in the passing league games. You see it in the and in, in the in the real football games that they're playing. And uh, and, and and part of that reason is because you know Brett, who's he's a defensive coordinator, the head coach. Um, and, and also the head coach, Chad Johnson, you know, he, he allows the football players to participate uh, in other sports. And, right. and, 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 it's so, and it's so good. They're good athletes. Um, and, and it's, uh, and we're able to coordinate it and it works out well for them. And, uh, and, and, and the only thing is, hey, you know, don't get them injured. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, you well, know. You, yeah, we, we spent uh, quite a bit of time uh, a couple of weeks ago. I did a special uh, podcast, a, a UCLA edition with Rodney Van Jr. And he got Maurice Jones Drew to come in. And we talked about, you know, him running against Reggie Bush, you know, in high school. And and he went to great lengths to detail how important uh, he believed that having a track team associated with football was, you know, and it wasn't. It wasn't a great connection there at UCLA because I know Rodney didn't get to compete, but then Maurice Jones <laughs> did. And so there's been at various times, there have been some guys that that have done that at UCLA, but it's not as prevalent as it could be. But then there's other schools where, you know, that connection is still there and still vital. You know, we were throwing out names like, you know, Roger Craig for the 49ers was a high hurdler at Nebraska. 
right? You know, Bo Jackson was a sprinter at Auburn, you know, mm -hmm. and you've got, I still remember, I tell my kids all the time, I say, now see this cycling, see how he runs when he runs out of the end zone in that Raider game and, and Bo runs all the way up the tunnel. Right. And I'm like, they go, where's he going? I go, he's decelerating slowly. He's, you know, he's not, he's not putting on those air brakes. You know, he, somebody taught him how to slow down correctly. So, um, you know, you see those examples everywhere. And the, the thing that you said that impressed me, Rod was about speed. And right now, more than any other time that I can remember, I just think speed kills. It's like every sport, and, you know, and in our own sport and track and field, you know, I was watching this, uh, the Olympics, you know, last summer, and it just impressed me. The, the guy from Canada who won the decathlon, you know, set a decathlon record in the 100 meters at like 10.4, and he long jumped like 26 feet, and he was pole vaulting really high. And I, I remember thinking, I'm like, oh, yeah, speed, speed kills. Like the faster right. you are, your hurdles, your sprints, your jumps, jumps. the javelin, the pole oh. vault. You know, everything yes. is speed. And everything. then you think, oh, well, maybe not the throws. And then you watch Brian Krauser at 6'6", six, six, get through the ring faster than anything you've ever seen. You know, and it's like I, even the power events that you're thinking are, you know, mm -hmm. speed. I keep telling people power is force times velocity. So <laughs> velocity has a lot to do, you know, mm -hmm. with power and Absolutely. You know, the speed aspect. So what do you think? Uh, we're talking uh, this is. um the first time I've actually had a chance to talk this with a coach that I respect and not right. because I, I never get the, I just never get the time. You know, I was a, a tall, skinny white dude that could high jump. So I, when I played football in high school, I was a free safety. And I think my 40 time was five flat, really, really <laughs> bad. Like I, I could jump and I was smart and I'd usually be in the right place, but I didn't always get there fast. So I remember working at UCLA my senior year with John Smith. And John Smith helped, you know, bless his heart because I, you know, I'm not a sprinter at all, but he actually got my 40 time down to like a four, seven, you know? And I was like, well, that's, you know, it's decent. I've, if I could have played at four, seven in high school, maybe I'd have been something, you know, but I remember little, just little, little bits of things that I've learned there, you know, that I'd be able to, to hand down to my athletes. But, you know, when it comes to speed training, what is it now that, that you do? when you're you're training your athletes you you've got this at tennis athlete and and we can all think about how speed helps there soccer basketball football volleyball i could see speed you know coming out there so how do you go Absolutely. about training your athletes and helping them increase their speed wow you know and that's that, that's just a, that's just a broad question and it's not one single thing that is that really is the trick. It's 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 an evolution of everything. And you, you're talking hill stairs, you right. know, flexibility, you know, uh, core, you know, form running, you know. I do. I mean, but for me, I do a lot of ladder. You know, I do a lot of ladder. I do hills. Right. Um, I, I love to do chase, which is you know, you send you send one person and you, you send the faster person and you put some heat on them. You know, and if they beat you, you got to do it again. Or you right. give them, you know, you know putting a clock on them, you know, um, but, the, you know, also, you know, the, the workouts, the type of workouts, and that can vary per athlete, you know, just, right. you know, knowing the athlete you deal, but, you know, knowing the athlete, you know, and I just, you know, try to maximize um, for, for their height and stature, you know, uh, try to maximize their speed, you know, right. uh, the, the, the stride length. Yeah. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's a huge one. I've, mm-hmm. I've been doing some experimentation on that because I've I've taught my kids. One of the first things I learned in, in kinesiology at UCLA was that velocity, you know, somebody running, their running speed was equal to stride length times stride rate. It's a very simple mm-hmm. formula. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're taking 10 strides per second or whatever, whatever you plug in there, and then you've got a stride length, I just go, well, look, the first thing that I was taught to do to increase speed sounds weird but it was to improve stride length by, you know, I said, uh, let's take two athletes. And if you and I had the same exact turnover, like 10 strides per second, and my strides are two feet and your strides are two feet, one inch. Then when we get done, you know, racing, even though we have the same turnover, you've beaten me in those 10 strides, you've gone 10 inches farther, right? So it's a simple formula and you go, that makes you faster even though mm-hmm. we have the same physical things, right? But I'm my strides are too short. So, you know, that was Elias taught me at, you know, Long Beach City, pick up your knees, get your feet kicking in the butt, right? And get going through there. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. we also know that when guys are sprinting, they don't come out of the blocks that way. You know, you're taught right. to drag your feet and get those feet mm-hmm. down, pop, 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 to get right. out first, right? And then stand up and run. So, what do you think about that? I, I heard you mention, you know, technique and form running and all that. Um, I, I would, I remember talking with people about, you know, look at the differences between the short, really jacked sprinters, you know, the guys that are like five, six, five, seven, and they look like, you know, like Maurice Jones drew like five, seven and two twenty, huge quad, right. right. Big guns. And they're just, they're super fast, but their right. stride lengths are not that long. Right. And then two of the greatest sprinters of all time, you know, Carl Lewis and now Usain Bolt were taller guys. Bolt. Yeah, right. six three, six five. So there walk us go. through a little bit of that. That's that's something that I've been curious about. Yeah. So so yeah, I, you know, it, it, it really varies on uh, it varies on the stature. So if if you're you know a shorter, you muscular power runner guy, uh, you know you you're, you're not going to be in dry face as long. You know, you may right. just get up and run. You know, a couple steps. You know, and if you're if you're a Usain Bolt guy, that's kind of long-legged that's cramped in those blocks you know and that's that's kind of that's me then i may need to carry my dray phase out a little bit faster you know a little right. bit longer i'm saying you know? right and it's always that you know that you know um you know whatever whatever it is you know 10 meters 20 meters or whatever it is right you know, in, in dry but uh you know it, i think it varies you know right. uh, based on uh based on your stature your height and your legs yeah you know yeah. I got it. I got an interesting question. I don't know if you've even thought of this before, but I, I also know that there's a place, you know, in that, that spectrum, let's say stride length, right. Where mm-hmm. there's, let's say someone, you see them and you're like, wow, this, this guy really needs to improve his stride length. I can see quick turnover, but if I can lengthen his stride just a little bit, he's going to be that much faster. And then you go, you've got someone on that end. And then, so I'm, I'm looking at someone who's got too short of a stride length and we want to start extending their stride just a little where does it go too far? How can you tell that someone is now overstriding where they can't, you know, get, you know what I'm saying? I'm wondering. Yes. You know what? And I was just going to say that, you know, someone that there's, you know, and maybe they're 800 runners or maybe they're just tall and long-legged. I've had to nowadays sometimes even decrease their stride, you Mm -hmm. know, to get them to turn over, you know, there is that sometimes too, where you're overstriding. Are you going to, you know, and it's, you know, and you're, 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 you're too much in the air. You're too long in the air, you know, right. and you're not getting in. So, um, 
there's new philosophies now. Everybody says fast arms, and now they're saying quick hands. Um, mm -hmm. You know, also, you know, push the feet to the ground, you know, push the right. foot down, push the foot down and power to the ground and that kind of stuff. So right. um, I really convey it. They can, you know, they can absorb it, you know, and understand it, you know, yeah. you know all the better. I was, uh, you know, when I was at, at UCLA, of course, there was a, a heyday time for uh, women's athletes. Um, you know, Jackie Joyner Kersey was there with her husband, Bobby, you know, on the team. Then uh, Jeanette Bolden was there when I was there. Um, uh, Incredible athletes. Just <laughs> amazing. Valerie Briscoe Hooks was training there. You mm -hmm. know, Flojo mm -hmm. trained there. Her brother was training there in the triple, you know, and Bobby's thing was the shorter arms. Right. And is that is mm -hmm. that what you mean by fast hands? Because I remember they didn't come up like, you know, they weren't getting way up here. Valerie in, in particular, I remember, kept her hands really low. Right. So um, is, is that what you mean by by fast hands or is that just low hands or what are we talking about? Um, good. I mean, good question. The, I, I guess it's just a thing where you, if you're moving your hands faster, mm -hmm. then, you know, and then your arms are going to move faster, too right you know um so a yeah. short shorter levers right so a shorter lever yeah. is gonna move faster than Ooh. if you're like you know all the way through like you watch those classic i always tell my kids i go watch the classic russian you know power triple jump right like the long big arms and swing right where you're looking and going it doesn't look like they're moving very fast but then you start realizing that they're probably erring on the side of the really long stride length right and not this as quick a turnover but you're right. looking at that and then you go, well, wait, what do you, where do I get acceleration and quicker? You know, so I'm like, I keep trying to teach my kids about levers. You know, I said levers, the longer ones are more powerful, but they're slower. Right. Right. And the right. shorter levers are quicker <laughs> and they're they're easier. Right. Because of that. Right. That's right. I use that word today, especially with the jump uh, with the jumpers. I said, hey, use your arm like levers. Like absolutely. And, and that's funny that you say that, you know. Mm -hmm. amazing yeah yeah well we've got um man speed training softball clubs you're you're all over the road now what's with your daughter going off to college you said what did she pick where is she gonna go she hasn't picked any 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 colleges yet she's actually going through that whole entire process and it's and it's really kind of strange because we started with a a, a, a set of schools that were showing interest and then she had the season and then um, another set of schools Right. So this, and then there was a, a, a big hiring and firing thing right. going on. And it happened at Oregon. It happened at Tennessee. Um, uh, and there was a, you know, schools and, and, and then other coaching hires, especially in the jumps. Uh -huh. And they and they kind of reached out to Jada, you know, and, and um. So uh, there's, there's schools in, in just about every conference that has reached out to her uh, at this point. Um, and uh, it's going to be interesting. She's going to take her visits. And I think that's going to be right. really uh, the really telling thing. And, then, you know, uh, as far as fit, you know, coach and academics and everything else. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, she takes, her, she takes her SAT. She's a senior. So you got, you got so many things going on. Right. And uh, she takes SAT this week, uh, you know, and then next week there's also a home visit um, by school. Um, 
And then, uh, you know, what else we got going on? Um, and then, you know, and then she starts taking, you know, her visits in November. So okay. right now she's got, she's got three visits set settled and it's NC State, UNLV and TCU right now. Okay. Awesome. And, you know, it's different. It's different when it comes to jumps because it's a total different uh, set of schools. And if you're a sprinter, then if you're a distance school, uh, if you're a HEP school, you know what I right. mean? Right. So, um, you know, it, TCU was one of the ones that just came in just within the last week. And uh, their their boys jumper won the NCAA this year, and they had a girl jumper that was in the top ten. Right, and, and they they had a good recruiting class of jumpers, and they they seem to, um, you know that that conference is probably one of the the toughest, if not best, jump conferences in the nation. Yeah, now, yeah. now Florida and Georgia do well, but if you just look at Oklahoma, if you look at yeah. you know, yeah, uh, Texas the guy Tech. just won the high jump last year, right? The guy from Oklahoma yeah. jumped yeah. seven seven, won the high jump, yeah. If you look at Texas Tech, and yeah, then, you know, and then you, and then it goes with gender. Sometimes, hey, they don't, they're not strong on the boys' side, or they're strong on the girls' side. You know, right. how are the girls' jumpers doing compared to the boys' jumper? So, right. um, uh, so we're looking at we're looking at some of that. You know, you, you can't, you know, you can't get married to the coaching process because a lot of times you're seeing that they're leaving. So you gotta you right. gotta like the school, you gotta like the track program. Yeah, uh, you know, those are kind of some of the things that we're we're telling her. So she makes. So she makes the the right decision for her, yeah. Um, but yeah, she's highly ranked, and she's you know, in, in, the, in in both the her marks and also in recruiting. And uh, um, right now, it's you know because you can actually sign coming up here in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so uh, a lot there's a lot of people uh, that are now that are really knocking on her door. But and there's been some schools that have that have been in the that have been recruiting her for over a year now you right. know and that's the hard is that you know hey you know the the ones that have been loyal to you and then the, yeah. the ones that are not that are just coming at, you know and you know it's hard to 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 say no especially to the ones that have really been loyal that that were there when she was jumping this you know right. what i mean yeah they were and, there and they early get, yeah yeah you know i've seen that happen so, just just yeah. last year at vanguard we had a young man who was jumping like six two or three and then he just went hog wild his senior year and jumped six, eight, you know, six, nine. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, well, thanks. But you know, the big dogs, you know, start showing up, you start jumping, you know, five inches higher. And all of a sudden you know, here comes, yeah. here comes yeah. some of the big dogs in and you're like, Oh, wow. So um, what, a, what advice would you give to, you know, a parent out there that's uh, you know, got a talented youngster like you have, and uh you know maybe he doesn't have the experience that you have especially with all your the athletes in your family you know what if this was uh someone who really you know mom and dad aren't athletic and they've got an athletic kid what would you tell them yes to- I, you know, let's start as early as possible especially mm-hmm. on the reading on the front you know um it's never too early to to to, to reach out in the process I, I i we we reached out a year we reached in contact with a lot of schools and obviously um, you know, we, she hit a mark early, um, mm-hmm. that, that kind of aided things, but, um, um, yeah, fill out the questionnaires, follow up, you know, uh, you know, really look into all the, all the academic programs and, and, you know, and the, and the coaching staff and stuff like that. Um, you know, the research, all the scholarships that are out there that, yeah. that, that you can take. 
Yeah, yeah, because uh, you know, in in, in in saying that, you know, and I, and I think I sent it to you. There's, you know, there's the John Gatlin Scholarship, which, which, uh, um, you know, will offer a free education uh, if your last name is Gatlin. Right. And so uh, that's one reason why NC State is 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 higher on our priorities because it's it's going to be fully funded. You know. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, that's yeah, awesome. You know, and so yeah. Um, so, you know, you, to get the best scholarship, you know, there's obviously there's Pell Grants, there's academic um, yeah. scholarships out there. There, you know, uh, so I'm seeing, you know, even though there's not a lot of track scholarships, there's, there's a lot of ways that you can get um, yeah. get money and get, and get funded, you know. Yeah. And, so if she goes off to, to North Carolina, are you going to travel with? Or are you going to leave her to, to fend for herself on the East Coast? <laughs> <laughs> the plan is to go with her. Yes. yes. Go with. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and, uh, well they'd be they'd be crazy not to to hire Rod Gatlin if they could get him, right? Let's get him on staff. Wow, you know, you, you know, um we, we as a family we're thinking about making the move, you know, that could be a possibility, you know. Uh-huh. And uh my connections here to California players, you know, I you know, it would be, you know, it, I have some strong connections out here. Like I said, right. You know? right, absolutely. Yeah, I think there's there's, be, there's there's some good opportunities and some good matches, you know, because you know this is quarterback, um, you know, country, and they got a lot of linemen, they got a lot of talent, you yeah. know, and even with track. I mean, I see, you know, uh, there's a lot of coaches right now that are on some of the jumpers that I'm training, and mm-hmm. you know, I have some, good, you know, other than my daughter, you know, because you right. know, I, there's some good jumpers that I'm working with that are coming up. Um, you know, the, there's a girl over at Norco, Kaylee Best, and she's uh, she was the number one freshman in the state this year. Um, wow. and, you know, first first time ever jumping. You know, and uh, you know, two girls over at Dana Hills, Roxy Meyer and um, Gabriella Salinas, that are working hard right now. Uh, that I see that have a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you know, you know, I also get a get a Twitter page. Make sure your 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 athlete has a Twitter and IG. Facebook and you know, um, and and you know, uh, uh, build it up, but get some uh, videos, yeah, know. get some performance yeah. videos for sure, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and tag some people and and that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, you know, and show your progress, and you know, yeah, you know, people will find you, you know, people will find you. Wow, it's it's so different, you know, I know you know it, but um. Just in the last ten years, I mean, I I don't even remember Instagram. You know, back as 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 early as 2012. I'm it may have existed back then. I don't even know. But I once I was exposed to it, I was amazed because I was able to start watching. And I I've, I've been telling people on the podcast here again. If if you're listening to us for the first time, this is Raise the Bar. I'm your host Troy Haynes. We have Rod Gatlin with us today, um, the El Toro High School coach who has a, a, a long resume of coaching all kinds of places and people and different sports. And uh, we're just talking about, um, what were we talking about? I just went off on a tangent. I wanted to, <laughs> to throw my, my name in there again. About yeah, basically how, you know, yeah. The, yeah, how recruiting and, and your athlete and, and, you know, how to, you know, publicize them and in, into earning scholarships and Instagram. What parents, yeah. yeah. What, can do and, and and stuff like that but um yeah yeah but it's it's I amazing me how much stuff is out like i have a box that i got from uh my uncle and my family and 
you know, back when we were jumping, I had VCR, you know, so we had a, a, a able to look at at some old, you know, jump video. I I can't even find a VCR. I can't. Right. If I could look on the tapes, I might be able to find a VCR somewhere to play it and go, oh yeah, that's what I looked like like four years ago. But who cares? Like you can't, you can't right. do anything with that. So, you know, Instagram. I've been watching these people, you know, train from all over the world. And I'm starting to get that, you know, I'm kind of looking behind the wizard's curtain, you know, I feel like in the wizard of Oz, when they come up and, you know, don't mind that man, you know, he's, he's not really, you know, and you're seeing the wizard do what he does, but I'm like, I want to see behind the curtain. I want to see why these kids, you know, there's a, a 15 year old Polish girl that I saw last year, Maya Slodinska or something. She jumped five, nine, right. Yes. She's with 15 years old, you're jumping five, nine. I'm just like, wow. What is, and, and you watch them, they're training and it's like, oh, okay. But they, you know, everybody's kind of gatekeeping. They don't really show a lot, but every once in a while you'll see something you're like, wow, that's pretty cool. That's a great drill. You know, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But that, it's, there's a ton more stuff like the proliferation of, of people that are working, you know, what you're talking about, the speed stuff, you know, um, yeah. Uh, who's a, the knees over toes guy? One of my favorite guys. I, I refer him <laughs> to everybody, you know, because I'm like, I, I want my athletes to stay healthy all the way through the season. And mm -hmm. then, um, who's the there's a guy that does there's all kinds of guys doing the speed training and also just uh rehab and what I call prehab, you know, the people that are trying to work on you know flexibility and strength so that you don't get hurt, you know, sure. and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but man, just a, a real wealth of almost too much. Like I've got so many people that I follow my feed, but I'm following coaches like yourself. I follow athletes. I follow sure. trainers, you know, and, and there's all kinds of stuff that comes across, you know, during the day where I'm just like, you know, I, Oh yeah. So-and-so jumped, you know, four inches higher as uh, one kid, Marcus Gelpi, you know, great high jumper out here. Uh, and he went up to Santa Rosa and he's, you know, and he's jumping in Puerto Rico and he's, you know, all of a sudden he's jumping seven one and you know, great, <laughs> great guest, by the way. But, you know, every once in a while, I'll just see his stuff, you know, it comes through on my feed and I just purely by luck. And then, you know, right. there's another knees over toes guy thing, or there's, you know, the results of the state meet or, you know, and it's just constant. Sure. And there's right. always something. It just seems like there's always something that's so interesting, you know, and so, yes, you know, the yes. speed stuff that you're working on is just a huge, uh, what do I want to call it, proliferation, but there's so many people doing it. <laughs> it's like yeah. all this and speed agility training and all that. It's crazy. Yes. And the followers. And that's, and that's what's, that's what's aiding the NIL deals so that they want, they want to sign people that got 20,000 followers or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And it's the, the whole Instagram thing is just, it's becoming big business. I mean, people are yep. starting companies and, you know, yep. branching out. And there's just, there's just so many different things that you can find on, on, on Instagram. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's amazing. Well, it's, uh, it's got to keep you, you hopping. So J Jada is going to be a senior this year. At yes, Coro, right. And then she's at Mission Viejo. She's at Mission Viejo. That's right. Sorry, I got that backwards. That was your alma mater, but you're she's still at Mission Viejo. And then, um, so she's going to go through. Now, what is what is the uh, goal this year? She's going to jump. You want to get her to the state finals? Is she doing yeah. both long and triple? Yes, she is. Okay, yes, she she's is. doing long and triple. Is she any sprinting? Is she on relay teams and all that too? She's on the relay teams and stuff like that. Um, um, you know, she may venture with the with the low hurdles. Mm -hmm. You know, um, 
you know, but uh, yeah, she's pretty much doing the relays, long and the triple. Okay. Yeah. So we definitely want to improve her long, and the goal is to go 42 feet in the triple. Right. And uh, it, and if she does that, she's gonna she's gonna pass some of the you know the, some of the better jumpers you know. Right. And uh, in Orange County history. What know? do you guys think for state for her? What's a a goal that you guys have? What have what have you talked about? And what does she what does she want? Um, you know what? We don't really talk about winning that. You know, she would. You know, she she went to state this year, and she actually out jumped everybody. And uh, on what happened in the prelims, which was a Friday night, um, she was just really she was on fire, and she she jumped the forty feet nine win legal jump, which in her class is number two in the nation right now. Right. And we and we we get to the Saturday meet finally. When I wake up that Saturday morning, and here goes like a. 20 mile an hour wind gust going on out there in fresno right and uh, and jada's really she's a light feather you know or she you know it, you know and some of the other girls that are heavier you know it's like a tumbleweed you know yeah if you're, if you're a tumbleweed and there's a wind blowing it's gonna go and if yeah. there's a heavy weight it's not gonna blow as hard so right. jada you know i had to adjust her back for almost four and a half feet you know we probably should have just went to a uh an eight step or yeah. something to get her in the finals a little shorter um, yeah yeah to get her in the finals but uh, she ended up scratching all her three jumps in the finals and wasn't and wasn't oh, able to it wasn't man. able to place you know what i mean yeah but uh, the, the winning jump was like 40 feet two 40 foot two and a half and on friday oh, night yeah. feet, you know and, and even some of the scratches you know they were like in the in the 41 foot range right you know um but it, it just didn't happen for her you know uh it, well, that experience is invaluable though right i mean that's, that's one thing i keep telling people i go look the, the things that i remember about high school track i mean my first year getting over i jumped six eight as a junior and i got to go to arcadia and when i mm -hmm. walked out at arcadia mike powell was out there he was a senior mm -hmm. he's like jumping seven one or seven feet in high school there was Crazy. chris bonner there were like a bunch of guys um anthony care sc i think who jumped four and a half when he was at sc was out there and i was walking around like a kid at at a baseball game like i'm walking oh hi you're my pal can i have your autograph i mean i was like i was just starstruck and you know they, they were like oh opening height six four i'd never opened at six four in my life so i opened at six four and made it and was just as happy as a clam to jump six four and and walk around and mike powell comes up to me and he goes is that your mark and i'm like Oh, this? I'm like, well, yeah, but, and he's like, okay. And he just takes off from there and runs up and jumps over the bar. And I don't even remember oh, that. And then, <laughs> and then he comes up, he's like, thanks, man. And he goes running off to the triple, you know? And I'm like, oh, Mike Powell, cool. He didn't have an approach. <laughs> he just ran up and jumped over the bar. So, you know, I'm looking at that. Athlete. And that was my junior year. My senior year, when I came back, I expected mm -hmm. to win it. I mean, one year of difference. I went from, deer in the headlights just happy to be here guy to i should win this thing you know what wow. i mean so wow. you, your brain it needs to be exposed to that pressure you know and and go through that you know the fact that that jada now has been through you know being a, a top qualifier on a friday night and all ready to roll and then now you get hit with this wind and these problems that's just gonna make her stronger in the long run right because that I, I, absolutely 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 and you know and, and and then you know the the very next week um tara davis scratches out in a meet you know what i mean yeah. and i said it, it could happen anybody 
Yeah. You know, and, and it's going to happen again to you, Jada. Sorry yeah. to say, that's just that's how track and field is. It's not going to be the first time or the last time. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, you know, you know, get over it and, you know, learn from it, you know, be hungry from it. Yeah. And, and mature from it, you know, and it's just, uh, I think it's, it's really good for them. It really yeah. is. You know, like you said, the experience, you can't take the experience of being there and being in the state meeting and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, and, and, and at the end of the day, you know, she's got a lot more meat. She's going to, yeah. she's going to jump at the next level. So, Exactly. Um, You're going to have yeah, conference and, finals, and, and right? Senior year coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. League finals. Yeah. You, got, you get to the college level, you're going to have your conference finals and you go to NC2As and you got Olympic trials kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, the meets just keep getting bigger and the stakes keep getting bigger. And then at the same time, a big meet's a big meet. And you either perform right. under pressure or you don't, right? And if, if, right. You're, if you don't, for whatever reason, you can either learn from it or get crushed by it. You know, and right. I, I'm glad she's got you to to shepherd her through that because you get, hey, you know what? Next time we hit heavy winds, we'll we'll either go with a shorter approach or, uh, you know, make sure that you're fair, you know, by a foot, <laughs> you know, foot behind Absolutely. the board, right? Absolutely. You know? uh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, you know, you know, it, if, if she's jumping as well as we think she is this year, we'll start off a short approach, you know, that yeah. first jump. You yeah. get the same jump in there just Absolutely. to get in the front because, you know, uh, it, what they meant, she could go 38, 39, you know, right. You know, pretty easily, you know, from yeah. a short approach. So I'm going to throw out a name. I had um, my roommate, my freshman year at UCLA was Dwayne Washington. He was a, a point guard at uh, Millican. We both went to Millican. So that's mm-hmm. why we ended up rooming together. And he, nice. was, uh, he jumped 48, three at CIF prelims uh, back in 1982. Right. He jumps, he just busted out 48, three. So he's all good. We show up to the CIF finals, you know, the next week and he went scratch, scratch, scratch. I'll never forget. He was just like, Oh, <laughs> it's like right. he came in, you know, he was number one. I think he was way right. up there with the 48, three. And then, you know, he scratched three times. Now he went on to be a great triple jumper at UCLA and jumped, you know, 52, whatever. I, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he made, he made it to NC two a finals his senior year. And then he also played uh, basketball. Uh, over in either Italy or Spain. I got to get Dwayne on here. Man, there was, was another guy named Hooks. Do you remember a guy named Hooks? Yes. Was, uh, yes. Marcus Hooks. He went to Marcus, um, to uh, my... Lakewood. Yes. Right? Incredible. Marcus you know. or Brian. Yeah. Are they brothers? Is there... mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know uh, those guys. And then, um, you know, Aaron, Aaron Craver over there at uh, Woodbridge. He's another Lakewood kid. So he was actually a year behind me. He was telling me one time, he goes, do you know uh, Cedric Pouncey? And he started naming all these guys that that were either seniors my senior year or maybe were a year older, a year younger. I can't remember. But I'm just like, oh, yeah, I know this guy. I know this guy. And he goes, yeah, I knew all those guys in Long Beach. You know, mm-hmm. crazy. And then he ends up playing pro football. And, and he's a, a sure. great coach there at Woodbridge. He so does a great over there. Yeah, awesome yeah. program. They they got a lot of stuff going on there, but uh, wow, it's a it's a small world <laughs> out here, yeah. in Southern California. Yeah. And there's a lot of talent, man, in, in the coaching ranks. When you have uh, former football players that almost made it in the NFL as your your speed guy, and uh, you, incredible you know, things yeah. going on. <laughs> what what do you see happening in the future here? I know we've got uh, Jada coming up have, with her senior year, and then. You're saying you may may move back east with her if she goes back east. What about uh, training and all that? What what are you going to do? 
uh, with all the the people that if you leave them behind here in the <laughs> in California. Good. That is a really good question, you know. And uh, you know, to be honest with you, that I don't even advertise, which is really good for being in our area. It's kind of word of mouth. I've been doing it so long that you right. know you, you find me on on Instagram or Twitter or you know and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I, I would be for me, I would be leaving uh, a pretty comfortable, uh, you know, uh, easygoing lifestyle. <laughs> you right. Know? Right. As it, you know. I, uh, yeah, you know, and, and the beautiful thing about it is I used to coach a lot of football and, and a lot of training, and it would just burn me out. You know, now I'm able to coach softball and girls and, and you know, in, in, diff, in, the, in a different gender. You know, right. and I like coaching girls. They work, they seem to listen, they work harder. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, you know, uh, you know, in, in different sports. And so, um, you know, just like yesterday, you know, I had, uh, I, had a, I had a quarterback in the morning time. I had Ruby after that, who's a tennis player. And then in the evening time, you know, I had football practice and then I had a jumper meet me right after practice. So it was uh -huh. a long day, but yeah. it was it was cool because it was three different sports, Yeah, you know? And I'm not just saying the same thing over time. It's not just quarterback, quarterback, quarterback all the time yeah. or football, football, football all the time. Right. Uh, and and so, you know, that, that kind of keeps me going. And that's what I kind of like. And uh, and I've kind of grown in. And it's funny, I'm, the, I'm really kind of the same coach, but, you know, uh, my daughter Jada and just kind of what she's done has has really kind of expanded my my speed in in in, in my jump stream. You know uh -huh. her success. You know, and the other girls see it. You know, and they want to they want to they want to be like her. They want to train with her, right? Um, or get trained, you know, by 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 her father. You know, um, so I'm not anything. I'm not a genius. I think I'm overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I think I work with you know. I work with some really good kids that are smart and they work hard. You yeah. know, uh, you know, it's a village where you, you, you have to have cooperation from the parent who's, who's paying and it's right. an understanding, you know, you know, with the, with the kid, the athlete and, and, and myself, the coach. So yeah. there, there's a lot that goes into it. And, and you, you have a long list of lanes and stuff, you know, and it's different. Okay. I'm, I'm training a person or I've worked with that person. So someone like Mark Sanchez, I've worked with one time. Yeah. You know, does that mean I, you know, I'm his trainer or anything like that? No, right. But right. I've worked, uh, you know, yeah. to attack. You know, I've worked with him at a, you know, at, he came through my, you know, when I worked my my station, when I worked at a football camp, you know. Uh -huh. Did I train him? No. I worked with him, yeah. JT Daniels, I've worked with him one time, you know. Yeah. But there are kids, you know, and I gave you, I uh, gave you some of the names and stuff like that, that I've worked with exclusively, you yeah. know. Um, you know, and um, so, you know, and, and, and rather I worked with you once, or if I worked with you, um, you know, a, a, a bonus of time. You're gonna always be my family, or I'm always gonna have that attachment to you, and right, uh, and, and that kind of stuff. And you know, and a lot of my athletes, hey, you know, end up doing this, or you know, maybe they don't end up being a jumper or a football player, and they go on, you know, being a doctor and stuff like that. It's always just beautiful to see, you right. know, them grow, uh, grow as a person. You know, uh, and, and, and some of my first athletes at Taft High School. I mean, geez, they're they're 45 plus now. They're Jeez. <laughs> right. They're, getting, yeah. they're like 40 years old. <laughs> right. Yeah. That makes you feel old when your kids start showing up. My former athletes show up and they're married and they have kids. Yeah. They're, they're coming to you and then their kids end up jumping for you. And I'm like, no wait. doubt. Yeah. <laughs> wait, no. Yeah, it's oh. great. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like being a granddad. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt.
Yeah. Well, hey, um, Rod, we're we're spending time together here on a su- Sunday, but I know it's a family day, and uh, I don't want to keep you any longer. But this has been awesome. We're gonna uh, definitely yeah, have me and, do and, it again. Seriously, whoever's on here, I don't. I'm not really licking, licking but uh, uh, appreciate their time as well. You Absolutely, know? and uh, yeah. we appreciate you making the time and uh, spending you know your valuable time with us and giving your insights and your experience. And uh, good luck this season. I, I Thanks, sir. this, this yeah. is my second year at Vanguard, so I I've been uh, struggling to keep up with uh, all the high school. It happens oh, so yeah. fast, but um, you know, uh, continued luck training, uh, Jada, and uh, Thank you. You know, her goals yeah. and the long and the triple and the sprints and all that. And mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll be bumping into each other at the right we times. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I really appreciate it, Troy. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. And Thank I, you, I, Rod. Love this podcast. You know, and uh, and and thanks again. Much Absolutely. love. All right. Thank you, Rod. Good night. Good night. All right, and that was uh, Rod Gatlin. Uh, you just have to be around Rod. He is uh, just—he's got so much energy. He's always got a smile on his face. He's a very humble man. You heard him say at the end that he didn't really think he was doing that much. Um, he's just got his insights and in, into what he did, but he's. He's worked with a lot of uh, really good athletes and produced, like I said, over and over. I always see Rod at the big meets. Um, you know, he was telling you the story about his daughter, how she made it to the the state finals last year in the triple as a junior, you know, looking to load up this year. Um, you know, he sent a lot of these athletes off to college and, uh, you know, is is happy to see them succeed and and happy if they you know go on and and get a degree and become you know professional in something other than sports which is what we know happens to a lot of them so uh again thank you rod um for your time and uh i did not know about the the gatlin clan i guess i should um that that name and he's related to other great athletes so uh join us here again soon um future guests that um, I'm trying to get <laughs> my wish list. If you're listening out there, I would love to get Mike Powell uh, from UCLA, a former teammate of mine and world record holder, current world record holder in the long jump, uh, who is also a seven one high jumper in high school. I'm, I'm sure he's jumped higher than that. Um, and, you know, long jump, Mike, Mike could do just about anything dunk from beyond the free throw line. Uh, we'd like to get him on here if we can. Um, Look for our uh, Maurice Jones-Drew podcast coming up with uh, my co-host Rodney Van Jr. His dad uh, went to Long Beach Millican and Rodney Jr. went to Poly. So uh, when we bumped into each other, he he told me, yeah, my dad's, you know, Rodney Van. I said, I I went to school with a Rodney Van. So anyway, you guys have heard that story already. Um, Right now, we're just signing off. Thanks for listening. This is Sky High and Fly Jump Camp's podcast, Raise the Bar. Our guest was Rod Gatlin, who coaches long, triple, and sprints, uh, played some football in college, tried to make it into the pros, and uh, continues to do a great job of coaching here uh, at mostly the the youth level, but there are uh, higher-up athletes that love to work with them also. And uh, we will see you next time. Until then, stay healthy and continue to raise the bar.